It's time to doom scroll with Slim Fast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Corpies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. Let's go. All right. Well, uh, you've heard about this uh, train derailment that happened in Ohio. Is it... the Pal- he's Palestine. Yeah, I heard him say Palestine. I, I've been hearing night. that more now. At first, they kept calling it Palestine, and then I noticed people started switching. It's like the media figures night. it out. They're like, yeah. "Oh, I think it's Palestine." The um, EPA. So, so the story that I've been reading is that basically the federal government offered Ohio help. I guess you know Ohio's like at least the governor's like we don't want your help because uh, you know we don't like you. That yeah, was sort of the impression. I had an interview with him today where he said he talked to Biden on the phone, right? And like Biden said he was going to come to Ohio, and he's like, "You're always welcome here." So. Right. So it seems like things now are moving yeah. in a direction for that. I also saw people complaining on uh, one of the conservative blogs about why hasn't Biden been there? You know, just like he's literally in Europe, and also <laughs> when they when they do show up, I've seen these exact right. same blogs where they complain like. What purpose does it serve to just show up and say, hey, I'm here, and then throw paper towels or whatever it is that they do? The point is you've got a toxic mess in your backyard now. toxic and problematic mess. It's a very toxic and problematic Mm -hmm. for the rail line, uh, Norfolk Southern, because there's all these allegations now that the, 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 the company knew about safety concerns, that people had brought up these safety concerns many times, that they were... The, the federal government had approved the the rail lines to get these new brakes because apparently the brakes that they use on trains are the, basically the same technology, hydraulic brakes that they've been using since, you know, the, they first got steam engines. And so they, they have a more modern version of these that have been around for a while now, and they were supposed to be mandated that if they were carrying toxic stuff, dangerous stuff, that they would have these brakes. Apparently that made its way up, and then according to uh, the media, when – Trump's White House took over. They said, no, we're getting rid of that. And so they said, okay, you don't have to do that anymore. Whether or not that means this train would have already had those brakes on it and if that would have solved it, I don't know. But there's also other problems like the fact that they say the tracks are in poor shape and the uh, train cars themselves that are being used are old and outdated. So Norfolk Southern was going around, and according to some of the people that live in East Palestine, they they claimed that Norfolk tried to get them to sign these pieces of paper that basically said, like, I promise to never talk to anyone and never sue you or whatever. And so then when they went to the media, the media went to the rail line. The rail line's like, oh, those were sent out by mistake. That was a total mistake. It's like, dude. That's what you, that like. Right. I know maybe you don't have a lot of PR people. I'm sure you have some PR people though, especially if you're transporting all this stuff. It's a pretty big company. Well, now they are going to be fined. But what happens to the people that live in this area? And how long does it take before the the health dangers subside? No one knows. You well, see, it's these, Ohio, they probably won't even notice. <laughs> right. Well, that's kind of been the running joke online. Is you know it's already bad. <laughs> Is it really that much worse? You see videos of people going to like these uh, creeks, you know, behind their house and just showing it looks like oil slicks yeah, in the water. Horrible. And of course, the company at first was trying to say, and it sounded to me like the state EPA was also trying to say, hey, you know, it's not so bad. We got it contained. I, it never seems like a good thing to me, first of all, when you say, hey, there's been an accident. Our best. Uh, strategy here is to blow it up immediately. Just right. light it on fire and blow it up. Because if this stuff uh, spills any further, we're going to have more problems. We'll just blow it up and have it go in the air. That to I me mean, tells me you, you got a pretty say big that, problem. But when I think about my life, any major Act problems, I just yeah. blow it up. Blow, blow it up. Just blow, blow it all it up. up and live tomorrow. Yep. Have you seen the pictures that some of those people took from the passenger plane where they're looking out the windows at the cloud from the sky? Did you see that snow cone on no. Reddit? No. It's amazing. Well, anyway, now the EPA says that they can find uh, Norfolk Southern $70,000 a day 
if they fail to properly clean up this mess. The company says it's reimbursed or committed $6.5 million so far. The ramped-up enforcement comes nearly three weeks after the derailment, which sent toxic material into this small community about 50 miles from Pittsburgh. It is my view the Norfolk Southern wasn't going to do this out of the goodness of their own heart. There's not a lot of goodness in there. Meanwhile, the Department of Transportation calling for freight rail reforms, including increased staffing requirements, higher maximum fines, and safety inspections on routes with high-hazard flammable trains. Okay, has anyone noticed now, apparently train derailments are pretty common. And so since this has happened, people have been sharing videos of stuff that, that's supposedly happening you know recently like look this just happened i don't know if you guys saw one or just a few days ago but someone is at a, a cross what do they call it crossing guard was down sure, or whatever okay. right mm-hmm. and a railway crossing and the signs down here comes this train and it's moving real slow and i don't know what it's carrying but it's got those big tankers on it that they just like what it looked like in this uh, norfolk southern crash and of course the person who posted it said it's hazardous materials but i don't know but you see this thing wobbling and it's moving it just doesn't look very sure of itself and it's going like i said very slow a couple right. miles an hour maybe and then suddenly these things just start tumbling over and right. falling and I see people in the comment section saying, well, yeah, you know, this actually happens a lot. It's just that, you know, it's not usually big news. What happened in Ohio is really bad. But then there's been another, there was a, a, a coal uh, train that was carrying a bunch of coal that just derailed, I guess, mm-hmm. yeah, yesterday, mm-hmm. I think. So it seems to me like, look, we need railroads. I understand. Uh, we get a lot of stuff uh, shipped across the country through railways. Makes perfect sense to me. Not hard to understand. Shouldn't we just spend the money to to fix it, right? Yeah, and, sure. and to make to 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 regulate it. I mean, I hate to say it, but regulations it's it's just like the vaccines thing. You have regulations the whole time. You and I, as we're growing up, there were a lot of regulations on different sure. things. Things start getting better. They get safer. There's no airplane crashes. There's no train derailments. There's no, you know none of these issues that you go. We don't need all these regulations. Just like we don't need vaccines. We don't have measles. You know, it's the same kind of mentality. You think, it, well, yeah, just it, fix it. You know, it remi- I always bring th- things back to sports, and I, and I shouldn't, but. It reminds me of the NCAA, which is like the NCAA knew that the University of North Carolina, that kids weren't going to school who played sports. And they're like, yeah, not much we can do about that. Right. right? But they find out a coach buys a kid a Coke and like that we will nail you on. Right. Why? Because that they can enforce. Right. Like if you're going to go after, you know, if you're going to tell a university like, you know, you'll never play sports again. They're like, yeah, no, we'll see you in court. Yeah. But if you say, like, eh, your coach has got to be suspended for four games, they're like, all right. It's the same thing. Like, there's regulations. Like, why regulate me dropping the F-bomb right. when you can't regulate that? Well, why? Because this is an easy thing to do. Yep. It's easy to enforce. You just call my boss and say, fire him. And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, and what are you going to do personally? Are you going right. to lobby Nothing. someone? Nothing. Are you going to go uh, pad some congressman's Nothing. wallet and say, hey, look, you know, right. uh, get rid of Nothing. these fines? No, of course not. So that's the stuff they regulate. The stuff, you know, that would be hard to regulate, they're not doing that. And doesn't it all come back almost always? I know you say it comes back to sports. Doesn't it all come back to money and politics? Yes. I guess we've just decided as a country, like, well, this is the way we do things now. But why? It seems (laughs) so obvious to me that these big corporations should not be funding elected representatives' campaigns and getting them into office. Of course. How is that not just basic common sense? I see people on uh, you know Reddit and, and other comment sections and news stories from other countries like, I don't understand. Why do you guys do this? And it's like, right. we don't understand. Well, the reason mm-hmm. is once you get to where it is now, we how do you stop it? Because it's a, the, the problem is, you know, it's like a, 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 a animal eating its own tail. How right. do you stop it when the, the way that we would stop it 
the thing that we're trying to stop is what's preventing us from stopping exactly. it. Exactly. Like, There's no way. What are we going to do? Are we going to say, hey, we'll get a bunch of, I guess, you know, there'd be Bernie people who say, well, that's why he did grassroots and said, you know, we're going to go with small donations. We're not going to take big. No, the problem big, is it, it didn't work. work. It didn't work. Right. Like, it's like, yeah, that's a great idea, except for you're not winning. Yeah, exactly. You're running all the time and not winning. So, right. the, and, and I don't care how squeaky clean you think your, your politician is. Well, right. I guess no one thinks there's politicians no, squeaking clean, no matter what yeah. side they're on. They're taking money because it's real expensive. Remember when we interviewed Tom Morello years and years ago, and he was talking about working for that congressperson and how disillusioned he was because yep. that was Tom Morello, right? And yes. he said, like, as soon as it was done, as soon as the election was over and they won, it was like immediately whoever it was, I don't remember who the representative was, was looking for money. So it was making right. calls like, I need money for my next campaign, for my yep. next campaign. He's like, that's all it was. It's all just Yep. Fundraising, that's all you do. And it's like, well, yeah, it's expensive to get elected in the United States. And right. that seems like a, and they a source of a lot of problems. And they want, how can Pelosi be, you know, speaker all the time? Right. Because she can bring that money in. Yeah. They don't, like, she doesn't have to go to that little, like, it's across from their building yep. where they walk in and they can make phone calls. Because it's illegal to do it uh, from the house, right? Sure. You can't do it. But there's fundraising buildings that are just it's just a room that you right. get on the phone and call across the street right yep. it's literally across the street yeah she doesn't have to go across there my favorite was watching her when they were saying you know people have this big push uh senators and congress people should not be able to own stocks privately or whatever right and then seeing her talk about why that's such a bad idea i'm like you there's look maybe they should be allowed to do it i don't know but but you you, you saying it is right. not helping at yeah. all you saying like well that wouldn't be fair Maybe if you didn't own any stocks, you're like, I don't right. even own any stocks. Maybe if they didn't have algorithms that follow the stocks your husband buys right. to make money. Right. Like, come on. And I know, again, there could be loopholes. Well, now your cousin's doing it. Okay, sure. But shouldn't we at least try to yes. make things a little more difficult? Just like we should try to regulate some of these industries. Because what's going to happen in Ohio now, I'm guessing, is a lot of people are going to get sick downstream yeah. for a lot of years. And being able to trace it directly back to them is going to be... Almost impossible, so they'll be okay because lawyers won't gonna, be able to sue them of out of course, business. And they're going to deny health benefits. Exactly, that's it. So, and then, you know, John Stewart will either take them to a court or nobody. That's yep. it. Yeah, that's that's it. You got to wait for John Stewart to show up to clear something off his <laughs> yeah. desk because he's busy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It's sad. Um, you know, maybe hey, maybe we'll have a bright future. Maybe things will get better. I, I don't know. Uh, Alex Murdoch, sorry, Alec Murdoch. Uh, he's still on trial. His son, Buster, his only living son, testified yesterday. There was uh, quite a few things that went on this week, including the uh, the defense has this expert who comes up and is talking about, uh, you know, well, I've looked at the trajectory of the of the shot, and the shot would have had to have come from way down here. And Alec Murdoch, you know, he's over six foot tall. He's a pretty tall guy. There's no way. I mean, unless he, like, got down on the ground. So then when the prosecution gets up there to cross-examine this guy, they're like, uh, you know, so you're an expert. And he's basically saying, and I'm – Obviously, paraphrasing, he's basically saying, like, no, I'm not really an expert on this. Now, he has testified about other things, and he is some sort of an expert. But it seemed to me, just in my humble opinion watching it, that they totally eviscerated this guy. They kept saying, so this 11-year-old comes and, and, and you know, shoots these, these people. Right. And, of course, the lawyers were trying to object, but the judge kept sustaining it. Um, so, to me, it just looks like things are not going so good for the defense. But Buster, everyone was curious because Buster had a little problem there early on. He'd gotten... What, did he flip someone off at the courthouse yeah. or something? Didn't he get removed for a little while and then yeah, they brought him back out. in? Yeah. Um, and, and you know, you just kind of see him. I'm sorry to be judging a book by its cover, but he, he kind of 
you know, it's like maybe he might be a doofus. I don't know. How's he going to act when he gets up there? And then we already know the allegations about his, his now dead brother. So what's going to happen when Buster gets up there? But Buster did do a pretty good job. That might be so far the only thing that's sort of worked out for Alec Murdoch right. in this trial. For nearly a month, Buster Murdoch has been sitting silently in court behind his father, hearing dozens of witnesses share painful details about the murder of his mother, Maggie, and younger brother, Paul. On Tuesday, it was his turn on the stand. I was in shock. What kind of condition was he in? What was his demeanor? Yeah, his demeanor was, I mean, he was destroyed. He was heartbroken. I walked in the door and saw him and um, gave him a hug and just, just broken down. Now, if you have not already consumed every single Dateline episode and podcast series and documentary that's available, there is a new Netflix documentary Ooh. on the way, and they released the uh, trailer yesterday, I think. I got the notification from Netflix yesterday. It said, new trailer for an upcoming uh, Alec Murdoch documentary. And and Brooke has, like, she, her and her sister have consumed all this stuff. I get a lot of the information from them. So, And I've watched plenty of it to the point where, like, I think I've had my fill. But okay. i got to say the trailer for the Netflix thing looks pretty good because – one of the things that's part of this giant story, obviously the boat and all these other things, but there was a kid who got hit by his car, and I know Snow Cone, I've told you about this, yeah. our young man who got hit by, by a car supposedly a while back. And a lot of the, the Dateline specials, 48 Hours, they don't really get into that because there's just so much to cover. And it looks like in the documentary they are going to get into that, and they are interviewing some of the people that were on the boat that day that that girl died. So not sure when that comes out, but because you, you haven't watched anything yet. Right. Well, I don't so, like, really you know don't what's really know what's going on. on. Right. right. So if you haven't, then I, I feel like, like you lucked out. Any information I have is it's from, from you. So yeah. then I think if that kind of stuff interests you at all, you're yeah, lucky that you waited sure. for I'll Netflix be like, okay, because it yeah. probably would have been best to just wait for them to yeah. do it anyway because it looks like it's going to be good. I think it comes out tomorrow. Is it coming out I this feel, week? I feel like it's the 23rd. Uh, okay. Well, that'd be cool. I watched the trailer. All right. We got to take a break, right? And then we'll come back and finish this. The Church of Laszlo.